You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Natalie, welcome to TV Tangents. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm great. Good. Uh, today we are talking about a cartoon, which is only the second time that we've talked about a cartoon series. That's true, yeah. Um, we're talking about the Jetsons today. Yay, meet your Jetson. Do, 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 do. Jane, his wife. His boy, Elroy. Do, 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 do. And the Daughter. rest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, know, I was just thinking, how does he say Judy? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Good times. So, um, let's drop ourselves into 1962. Ooh, yeah. I love when we do this. For sure. Um, it's September 23rd. It's 7.30 on a Sunday night, so we're watching cartoons, Mm -hmm. apparently. A bunch of new TV stations have been popping up around the country, um, as TVs have become commonplace in more homes than ever before. Yes. A British band called The Beatles are working on a new album, but we haven't heard of them yet. And the number one song on the radio is Sherry by The Four Seasons. Sherry, Sherry baby, Sherry, Sherry baby, Sherry. <laughs> I was like, are Can't we going to do it? Gonna, are we gonna do it? <laughs> I know. I was like, how far are we going to take this? Hmm, good times. Anyway, turn off that rock and roll because we're all about to watch ABC's first ever color TV series. Ooh, yes. It's called The Jetsons. Of course, we don't have a color TV. So if you'd rather, we can watch Dennis the Menace, Mm. or Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color is on again, but we don't have a color TV, like I said, and I'm going to tell you why in just a minute. Um, So The Jetsons was a primetime animated sitcom produced by Hanna-Barbera Productions, which we have previously stated was not a lady named Hanna-Barbera. Correct. (laughs) Um, It's a space-age counterpart to the Flintstones. And it originally aired on ABC from September 1962 to March 1963. It was only 24 episodes. I never realized until we started to uh, research for this that it was on then. Mm -hmm. And then they just let it go and then reprised it in the 80s. Yeah. No idea. Yep. It played on repeat in syndication for decades. And then they made new episodes from 85 to 87. Hmm. But I know that I saw the Jetsons before 85. For sure. I mean, I think that's, yeah, I, we were probably watching that with the Flintstones. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it must have been all the stuff from, from previous. So in 85 to 87, it was part of the fantastic world of Hanna-Barbera. And people still refer to the show, of course, when referring to futuristic shows or space age ideas. That's, that's like the benchmark is the Jetsons. It is. And we're now in the year 2021. And I mm-hmm. feel like... You know, when we were growing up, so of course, we watched the Jetsons, as we just said, with as children. And then when we're in high school and in our 20s and such, we were probably like, I can't wait till we have flying cars or something like the Jetsons. Yeah. We'd always say that. The Jetsons is the, the future. Yeah. And that's what our lives are going to be at in like 2000. Yeah. For when sure. When we're 24. <laughs> Not so much, though. Some things, um, I don't know. I I don't think their predictions... We're very spot on in most things, although there is a part where Mr. Spacely Mm -hmm. is spying on um, George, who's at the water cooler, uh, making jokes. 
about work. Interesting. And so he gets in trouble because Mr. Spacely is spying on him. Yeah. So that's pretty accurate. That's true. And even in general, like video calls, Mm -hmm. that was kind of the thing. Oh, answer the phone and they'd go turn the TV on. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the one I saw, um, there was a vacuum cleaner that's basically like a Roomba. It just goes around the room on its own. Although it's like a machine and it, and it actually sweeps. It's not, right, right. it's not just a vacuum. It, it actually sweeps and then runs yeah. into you and hits you and like hit him on the face. And, it's very Flintstones. Yeah. And like they're they're trying to imagine what this thing would be like mm-hmm. with their limited, you know, capabilities. Not knowing quite how much uh, technology we'd have. Yeah. Correct. The fact that the show was in color didn't really help its popularity much. Mm. 97% of TV sets in the U.S. in 1962 were black and white. So if you were in that lucky 3%, then you could watch the show in color. Mm-hmm. If you lived within signal range of New York, Chicago, Detroit, San Francisco, or Los Angeles, because they were the only ABC stations that broadcast in color. Wow. So even if you had a color TV, if you didn't live around there, you didn't get, you didn't it. get to see it oh, in color. Oh, interesting. And even though the show was fun and different and everything is cool, it was expensive to produce, which is part of why it only lasted 24 episodes because mm. color was super expensive makes sense makes sense i've seen a lot of those old 50s and 60s short films about how the future will be different mm-hmm. and this is this show is basically those those little commercials mm-hmm. in in a series there there's a lot of like every episode has a bunch of gadgets mm-hmm. that's true and predictions about the future yeah and it's very interesting because it's I, it's obviously set kind of in space, yet when you're watching it, it's like I was watching it today and, you know, they're flying around in their flying cars, which are, you know, but then things are attached to, you know, an mm-hmm. earthly plane or yeah. whatever. And then it seems more like they're just in the sky on Earth. But even the opening sequence, it's like they're in, it's in space. Yeah, and they're always and so, talking about space. Mm-hmm. Like Judy, who's a teenager and very hip and with it, totally is always talking about you know space age things. Yeah, but I'm and, pretty sure it is on Earth. Yeah, because they live in Orbit City, mm-hmm. so that's kind of yeah in the Skypad apartments. Skypad apartments, yeah. And the show never mentions what year it takes place, but it's in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And press materials in 1962 mentioned that it was 2062. Ah. So it's supposed to be like 100 years in the future. Oh, makes sense. Roughly. Okay. Okay. So we still have time. We still have time to get our cars, this. moving sidewalks. Yeah. I mean, breakfast at the push of a button oh, that's yeah. just behind something and then it shows up on like a little. And yeah. every time you're done with your dishes, you just push a button on the table and all of the dishes, I guess, are thrown away. Yeah. But they're China. And I was kind of wondering about, I just really just saw this where uh, Jane has uh, basically like a face mask, her morning mask, because she was all like woke up and not ready to go. And she's like, I better put my morning mask on. Mm-hmm. And she puts on basically a head of herself where she's all done up. Then great. she does a video call with another lady who looks all nice. And then this lady sneezes halfway through and her morning mask oh, flies oh off. Oh, my Lord. And she's all like, then she's all like, er, and she's all, you know, hair crazy. And I'm dying. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I like that. I like the morning mask. I want that. But think about what you just said. She had a video call with another lady. Mm -hmm. Like, we've been doing Zoom meetings with people. 
Exactly. So that's and you have a fake background, on. and you have a fake background. Mm-hmm. That's so and, true. And you're wearing your your makeup. Yeah. But you're wearing no but pants. But you got pajamas on. Yeah. That's right. You're right. We're very close to that. They are very, oh, that's very that's true. That's pretty amazing. That's very true. I like it. Jane is a housewife. Yes. Um, she's married to George. They live in the Sky Pad apartments. Mm-hmm. Judy is a student at the Orbit High School. And Elroy attends Little Dipper School. <laughs> Little Dipper. And... Another thing I noticed is, I mean, it's the 60s. It's 1962. Mm-hmm. So there's still, I mean, obviously you can't predict the way people's attitudes will mm. change, but there's still a lot of 1962 attitudes, especially with Mr. Spacely. Mm. And at times he's telling George to control his wife. Right. Which I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's definitely still back in the day <laughs> stuff. So that's always interesting. In the first episode, George George doesn't bring home the housekeeper, Rosie. No. Uh, What's her name? Jane brings home Rosie. So Jane, Rosie yeah. Because and, she yeah. wanted a housekeeper, and George was like, no, we can't afford it. And then she found, like, this used model. Yes. Which and means... I think she got some for free for a while, too, because I think that was his mm-hmm. big hang-up, too. Yeah. And so she had, like, she tried somebody out for free. And she has a lot of attitude, being mm. that she's a used model. Yeah. And it was interesting when I was watching the first time I saw Rosie and the first time she talked, I was like, that's Wilma Flintstone. Is it? And I was right. I it, is. it is. It's voiced by Jean Vanderbilt P- Pyle, maybe P Y L. I knew right away. I was like, oh, that's, that's Wilma's voice. That's I can funny. tell. And so I Googled it and it was. I love how she's an old, busty, saucy, tired, <laughs> typical TV housekeeper. Yes. Like this robot, robot has seen a lot. <laughs> yes. This robot's been somehow. through some stuff. <laughs> expanded into this robot. Oh, so true. And then later, um, what's his name? Elroy brings home Astro, who's a puppy, and that's why he talks like that. That's why he can't say his L's, he says them, or his whatever letters, he says R's, is oh, because he's a puppy. because he's a puppy, so he talks Elroy's like a baby. like, Mom, he's just a baby, because she's yes. like, I don't understand what he's saying. And I'm like, does nobody realize this is a dog? Dogs don't normally talk, but it's fine. <laughs> um, he talks like Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. But actually, Scooby-Doo talks like him, because Scooby-Doo hasn't been created ah, yet. true. True, true. Copied copied over the uh, astro doggy. So George Jetson is essentially the main character. Yes. And he works as Spacely Sprockets two days a week for an hour. <laughs> and he's always late. Yes. I'm like, yeah, this sounds pretty, this this tracks with what I'm going through right now. Mm. Well, Video that's, calls, that's true, right? I mean, everything we're, about we're this is... for an hour, yes. always late. <laughs> I mean, they do have a moving sidewalk. That they go around in their house. Yeah, We've got those at airports true. for that's sure. True. And George is always like, well, I pushed the wrong button today, so mm-hmm. I got in trouble. And I'm like, yeah. I do like his, uh, when he's waking up, he's in his bed. And first of all, they have the best bed, too. Their mm-hmm. bed's gigantic. Um, and there's like a little voice machine right above his head that's all like, Mr. Jetson, wake up. Isn't that great? Mr. Jetson. It's like trying to soothe him awake. And then he like, yes. and then it gets a little louder. That's a thing you can have. And on then your finally, phone. the hand comes out though, and it goes like ding, 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 ding on his forehead. <laughs> That's exactly and then, what I need. Then he gets up and he sits to the side of the bed, and he's kind of fine, but he falls back asleep. Hmm. And then it does something; it, it scares him because he ends up on the ceiling with his like, you know, like chattering. <laughs> and so then he's awake, and he didn't. And then he figured out it was Saturday, and he didn't need to be up that early. 
but yeah. Well, then his alarm's broken. Can I I'm go sorry. on a tangent for yes, a Yes, please it's do. totally unrelated. Oh, while I pour some wine for myself. Okay, do that. Please. I'll wait while you glug. Okay. It's a Pinot Noir. This Pinot Noir is good, yeah. It's Brothers Miller. Miller Brothers? Fifth generation winemakers, Nicholas and Marshall Miller. Yeah, it's good stuff. Very good. Very good. Get some more of that. So here's my tangent. So my alarm is like on my phone and it's very abrasive. And it's one of those that like shocks you out of bed. Oh, yeah. I can't handle that. So I decided to change it to something more like gradual and soothing Mm -hmm. so i did a trial run on friday Mm because my kids were out of school i didn't have to get up super early so if i missed it that would be fine um but i was sleeping when it went off and having some kind of weird dream so in my dream this alarm was a haunted circus. Oh. Let me play it for you. I think I already know what it's going to be. It's with on an iPhone. Yeah. I, I bet you saying haunted circus. I can't do this. I can't. Oh wait. Oh. oh no, that's not the one I thought, but oh my god, that is creepy. That is a haunted circus! Dude, I was sleeping. <laughs> Although I could wake up to this because to me it's a little chill, but you're right. If I was dreaming, it, it's a, it's definitely a haunted circus. Right. Like before, like when I picked it, I was like, well, that's nice yeah. and soothing. I was thinking of another one. It's more like, <clears throat> yeah. like nope. that you were thinking, okay, In that's In my crazy. dream, clowns were after me. Oh my God, no. So, no, no. That, that just reminded me I of mean, that just now. I was just going to say, I am 100% old school and I still have a plug in the wall alarm uh, clock yeah. where I wake up to the radio because oh, I said it, nice. I said it to people that are, will mostly be talking yeah. and then, and then it kind of like all of a sudden I'm like, people are talking and I wake uh, up yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's that. my alarm because I can't same thing. So I do set my phone in an emergency case, like, okay, in case I were to oversleep and that always gets me like, Ugh. Yeah, it makes me, yeah. I need, okay, well, what was I going to say? Oh, I used to, and sorry to everybody who likes country music, but um, when I was in college, I wouldn't wake up, so I would set my alarm to the country music station, and I would wake up right away, because I'd be like, who is playing country music? Good call. So anyway, I think think I'm just going to set it to uh, that Sonny and Cher song, Um, I Got You, Babe. Oh, totally. (laughs) Because yeah. that's what happens in Groundhog Day. There you go. I think that you should do that and then have it be. I, I Although I do think you should have, like, it should be a programmable thing. So I can say, Rebecca, Rebecca, it's time to wake if up. If you want to wake me up, can you record that for me? Sure. Okay, thanks. I'll do that. Okay. That was a long tangent. That was a long tangent. Although I did want to say also, when he, George gets out of bed, he goes into the bathroom and pushes a button for a machine to do his hair mm-hmm. and he pushes the hers button. So this, oh, this no. helmet comes down on his head and then he has like a bouffant oh, no. and then he goes, Oh, I pushed the wrong one. And all he has to do is push the his and then it fixes his hair. That's better. And I'm like, again, these are the things we need in our life. We because... don't want to mix up gender stereotypes no, for sure. Um, why? Okay. So that doesn't explain to me why Jane had to go to the hairdresser mm. to get her hair done because all he did was put a helmet on her that changed her hair exactly. And well, then she exactly. Ended up keeping yep. the same hairstyle, and then they have that at home. Yeah. So yeah. So why you right. do that? That's weird. Although Jane also had an exercise video while she was at home, and <laughs> all it was was finger exercises, so <laughs> yes. she can push the buttons to run her that was life. So great. I love. She was like. She came home and Judy was in her room and she's like, did you clean up your room like I asked you to? And she's like, I'm just so tired of this style. And so she pushed a button and it like rearranged her whole 
bedroom. It. it was amazing. I do love it. And Judy's always on a diet. I've Judy. noticed. The few episodes Judy, I was Judy. able to watch, but every time she'd be like, that's okay, Dad, that you messed up the food by pushing the wrong button. I'm on a diet anyway. So and I was always funny. like, this is so weird. Yeah, and George tells Elroy that he's going to send him... Oh, Elroy's getting bad grades, supposedly. Mm. Like, he got a bunch of S and a D and an H. Oh. So he sends him to bed without a food pill. Mm. And Judy's like, can I just take him a peanut butter and jelly pill? But then it turns out it was another kid who switched the tapes. Oh, no. So that uh, Elroy got his grades tape. Oh, my goodness. So I can't handle it. <laughs> All the drama. So much drama. There was also in a 1987 TV movie, The Jetsons Meet the Flintstones. Mm. And in 1988 TV movie, Rockin' with Judy Jetson, where she sings, which she does sometimes. Mm. Boy Crazy Judy. Then in 1990, there was The Jetsons, the movie, which included four of the original voice actors, but Judy Jetson was voiced by pop sensation Tiffany. Oh, interesting. And he's there doesn't seem to be anyone around. Remember? Could have been so beautiful. Could have been so bright. I had that single on record. Man, I've heard that a long time. Tiffany. Anyway, she was Judy. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to get that stuck in your head. Do you want to talk about the cast? Yes, let's talk about the cast. Although I do want to say, too, okay. I, I guess I didn't pay attention to this part or if they mentioned it on the show until I was, like, doing research, that George is, like, 40 and Jane's supposed to be 33. And I was mm. like, okay, which makes sense. And mm-hmm. I guess because Judy's supposed to be 15 and Elroy's... At first I thought he was a toddler, but I guess he's supposed to be like six and a half. <laughs> yeah, he's like in elementary school. And so I wasn't quite sure what was happening there. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So like everybody's just like, they tell those ages. I just read that and I'm like, oh, I don't remember learning that yeah, while watching Yeah, I don't remember learning it, that so. at all either. Like, or it mattering because they're cartoons. Yeah. I mean, when you're a cartoon, nothing matters about your you age. You don't age. So George Jetson was played by George O'Hanlon. Um, he also played commentator number two in the movie Rocky. Oh. And had many small roles on TV and in film from 1932 until his death in 1989. And his last role was the Jetsons movie. And Jane Jetson was played by Penny Singleton, who played Blondie Bumstead in the radio program Blondie and in 28 Blondie films from 1939 to 1950. Wow. She was also briefly president of the American Guild of Variety Artists and testified on the treatment of female variety workers. Oh, very ahead of time. Yeah, right? She passed away in 2003 at the age of 95. Wow. 2003. That's crazy. I love Jane. She has got it made. I mean, I know George (laughs) only works two days a week. Yeah, so he kind of has it made, too. Yeah, he's the king of his castle because it's 1962, so he doesn't have to do any housework. And he doesn't have a yard. But um, Jane, her she has a maid. She's home Mm -hmm. all day. I don't know what she does other than her finger exercises. Sometimes she goes shopping. Gets her hair done, I guess. Yeah, she took the moving sidewalks to the hairdresser. She does go with George when they need to get a new car. Yeah. At one point, too. And sometimes he surprises her by bringing home the boss. Mm, yeah. She has to impress him. But that happens in absolutely every show. Yeah, that's true. time period. Here, let me bring home the boss. I brought home the boss. Surprise. So true. 
Then we have Elroy Jetson, played by Dawes Butler, which is a name that should be familiar from our Flintstones episode mm. because he voiced many, many Hanna-Barbera characters, including five episodes of the Flintstones as Barney Rebel. Oh, wow. And in, in the 70s, he ran an acting workshop that was attended by several well-known voice actors, including Nancy Cartwright, a.k.a. Bart Simpson. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I forgot that Bart was a... Was a woman? Was a woman, yeah. Yeah. I always forget that. Um, Dawes Butler passed away in 1988. And Judy Jetson was played by Janet Waldo, who was also the voice of Josie and Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, interesting. But in most of the songs that she did for her, with her band, um, Judy had a different voice whose name I didn't write down. And I'm not going to Google it because I had wine. (laughs) Don't use the Google. (laughs) See how much effort I put in there. (laughs) So, yeah, Judy is boy crazy. She is. I did see the one where she's, yeah, she's like with a, some rock star that she gets to meet or whatever. And she's, and like, she's like in his video or something. Yes. Oh my god, she's so crazy. Too funny. And she has all the new lingo and the teen slang. Mm-hmm. Which is far out. Far out, dad. Um, Astro the Space Mutt um, is played by Don Messick. Um, he also voices some of the other robots and computers in the show um rosie and mrs spacely mm-hmm. and miss galaxy is played by gene vanderpile you said that yes that's wilma flintstone yes and pebbles flintstone Ooh. they're the same but yeah i'm so impressed that you recognize that voice <sighs> because i didn't yeah right away when she talked i was like watching this episode she starts talking and i just i was like it's that twang so it's that wilma flintstone twang oh my goodness and um, i was like Oh, my gosh. I know that's Wilma Flintstone. So, sure enough, I, like, just Google. And it's so fun when you Google stuff. Who's the voice of Rosie the Robot? And it already knows what you're yeah. talking about. It's like, I know. And then it says who it is. And then it's like, also, what? I was like, yep, Wilma Flintstone. Yep, yep, yep. Why is Rosie so saucy? She's, yeah. She, she doesn't like her job. And it's so funny She's to very me, self-aware. Yeah, that they decided to take that route of that character being, like, a real person. Even though it's a robot, because that was kind of the thing. I mean, at this point, right, we've already, oh, no, I guess when when this is on, we didn't have the Brady Bunch yet. Um, But yeah, to have like the housekeeper who's got a story. Yeah, we had Hazel. Yeah. Hazel. We had other housekeepers. That's true. And she was pretty typical. And that that. was kind of, yeah, that was like the theme. That really is the theme for the 60s, right? With people having housekeepers. And I guess, which is so interesting, again, because we talk about. Life was a little simpler in the 60s, and people didn't really have, you know... On television. Extra, yeah. <laughs> on television, it was a little bit like... I hey. mean, these are all things that are orchestrated by the men who create television in the true. 60s. True, true, Because they want you to see this world, but it doesn't mean that that's what's Doesn't mean happening. that's really happening. Right. Um, Cosmo Spacely, Mr. Spacely, the boss who's always angry and is going to have a heart attack... Is played by Mal Blanc, who is very famous mm. for all the many voices he did, including Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Barney Rebel, Tweety Sylvester. He also apparently voiced the engine of the Monkey Mobile in one episode of The Monkeys. What? <laughs> I, for the life of me, I have no idea what, <laughs> what episode the Monkey Mobile 
had a, a voice. voice. Oh my gosh. Now I'll have to watch them all. I, I tried. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. What else um, do you want to say about the um, Jetsons? I, I mean, look, I'm looking at my notes because you were talking about the way Astro talks. And this uh, this line says, the family has a dog named Astro that talks with an initial consonant mutation. <laughs> is that what that is? Yes. <laughs> begins with anything that was begins with R. Um, so I just thought that was funny. Yeah. He starts um, talking to Jane and she says to Elroy, I can't understand him. And I'm like, he's a dog. He's a dog. You shouldn't understand him anyway. Um, so funny. Oh, I did want to mention, too, the episode that I was watching where, uh, again, I said that they were going to go get a new car. Well, a bank robber guy or a guy who broke out of prison is also, he has got his bag of money in his car and they have to go get a new car. So he pulls his little hmm. space car up to this place and George ends up taking his car, which has the money bag in it. So this uh, criminal guy has what they call a baby gas gun. And they're holding it, and it's like, you're like, oh, no, he's got a baby gas gun. So the criminal guy, when he's trying to get away, the cops come running out because he goes out with the money. Of course, Mm -hmm. when he first robs the bank, he runs out. And the cops come out, and they have, like, real guns or whatever, and they're pointing them, and they're like, stop. He shoots them with the baby gas gun, and it turns them into babies. Yes. So they like the the cops get down on the ground and they're like, ga ga goo 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 goo. <laughs> were they smaller or did they no, just act like no, babies? No, they were just acting oh, like babies. No. no, they didn't make them no. small. I don't want grown people that act like babies. Yeah. I want babies that are babies. It was super funny. I was like, this is the most interesting <laughs> thing ever. Like, what? Like, what? Are you guys running out of ideas? <laughs> I mean, although I feel like that that's what we need in today's society. That's true. We need baby yeah. gas guns because, like, Stop somebody from violence. Shoot sure. them with a baby gas gun. And then they just I drop would. to the ground. And then they're like, baby mace. Oh, that'd be good. You're right. Right? We should invent that. You changed my mind. You're right. Yeah. We got We should invent that. Let's do some science and make that. should. Totally should. And I do like, too, though, along those same lines, that the cops, when they pull them over, have like a giant magnet. Mm-hmm. And it sucks their little air car back to the cop. And then they're and then they just hover and while he writes a yeah. ticket, which is awesome. And what's funny is that George at one point is complaining because he's all bent over because he's driving a compact car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't understand what the point of a compact space car is when they're all flying around. And right. What's the point of that? Because he's in like a traffic jam at one point. <laughs> and he like. He, like, drops down and then passes somebody. Yeah. And keeps doing that. And then all of a sudden there's nowhere to get in. And I'm like, there's a bunch of yeah. open sky. Are there still rules? Like, can they only be in this How little section? How does that section? work? Yeah. I was See, like, that, that's why we can't have flying cars. Right. Because there would be no rules. It, there'd be It'd no be rules. Because how are you? You can't cordon off space. Yeah. The way you do streets. Yeah. So, yeah. We'd all be hitting each it's other. It's a reason we don't live in the world of the Judsons. We can't have our <laughs> flying cars There yet. are a lot of reasons. I was trying to get into the Jets. I mean, I just remember watching it as a kid. So it's very, like you said, it's very referred to, of course, because it's like, hey, this is what it's going to be in the future. So watching it, I guess I watched a few episodes to be prepared for this. And it was kind of like all the same thing. So it is a lot of the same. I think that happened to us when we watched the Flintstones. I mean, it's, it's a lot of the same stuff over and over. I mean, there was a more, I think there was more of a story when I watched the Flintstones, but and this, I didn't... And there's not a lot available out there. You kind of have to catch bits and pieces of it. Yeah, um, there's not a lot of episodes anyway to begin with. But it is iconic. And everyone knows the Jetsons and mm-hmm. talks about the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. 
And I love seeing their little gadgets. It really was. I was just like, I I mean, I was like, episode one, I was like, right, 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 you know, like just typing up little notes <laughs> yeah. right away. Because I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. And just all the different, like I said, or, ordering breakfast on the computer, like everything just shows up. And it's like the world we'd love to live in. Like, we're, yes. that'd be great if we could just push a button and then dinner comes and out on the table. Everything is clean. And I love when people in this show are complaining about the inconveniences. Mm-hmm. Of their conveniences, which, of course, is a thing we all do. For sure. We're like, why is it taking me this long yeah. to get onto the internet? Right. Why is my internet so slow? <laughs> I mean, we were just like, <laughs> Why yeah. did I have to wait a second Very for that to touch. load? Yeah. That's that was true. the other thing, too, I noticed, that the kids can travel all over the world. Like, uh-huh. I think in the very first episode, he mentioned it maybe to Judy, and she was going to go somewhere, but then they were like, oh, yeah, Elroy is going to go on a class trip to... And it was just somewhere again. It was somewhere else in like the U.S. But I was like, oh, they can just go all over. Yeah, but you they just, just like fly. put a tag on him. Yeah, he like put a tag or something on him to send him off to wherever. <laughs> and he went in the tube. Like, that's my kid. Oh, that's right. He did go in the tube. <laughs> and he just sends him. Oh my god, it's so funny. It's I forgot so about funny. that. I think it was a class trip or something. Yeah. I don't remember. It was early on. So so true. So, so anyway, yeah. this was a listener requested mm-hmm. episode that we did. So, um, should we, and, and it's been a long time since we pulled this out. It is. Sorry. We We had had a lot of life's gotten in the way. Yes. So should we pick another one from our hat? We should pick another one from our hat. I've got our, it's not a hat. we got some good ones, but. Here, I've got some paper clips in here. Oh. And whatever that thing is. Oh, there's another paper clip. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Paper clips all over my office because I also work there. Totes. All right. I'm drawing, I'm drawing, Russell. I'm drawing. Russell, 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 Russell. Okay. Let's see what it is. Uh, I'm scared. Coach. Coach. Oh, I hope we can find that. Coach would be should be good. Because okay. that's, is that, what is that, 90s, 80s, 90s? L- yeah, 90s. Okay. Late 80s, maybe? Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, Coach. Well, that's one we wouldn't have normally picked. That's true. But it's probably very good because Jerry Van Dyke is in it. True. Yay. Well, before we go, do you want to play some um, 80s oh, and 90s we trivia totally real quick? play 80s and 90s trivia. Excuse me, Rose. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, Rose is watching us. She's Our so mascot, cute. Rose. Okay, well, let me go first. I never get to go first. That's true. I'm going to go with 90s. No, this says that's 80s. That's 80s, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can read. Okay. All right. Who plays the role of Remington Steele on the TV show of the same name? Oh, my God. I have no idea. Did you watch Remington Steele? I didn't. I feel... Is that a girl or a guy? It's a guy. Okay. It's Pierce Bros. Oh, okay. Hey, Pierce. He's sexy. Okay. He is sexy. All right. Your turn. Okay. We'll go 80s again here. Hmm... What is the name of the second species of small humanoid creatures that live and work within Fraggle Rock? Oh, the the second spe- I didn't we only had HBO for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know the orcs. I don't know. The doozers? Yeah, I wouldn't Doozers, yeah. Doozers. Very weird. You're a Very weird. Doozer. Doozer. <laughs> okay, nineties trivia. Mm-hmm. In which country was Jerry Springer born? How is that even? Okay. In what country? Yeah. Canada. 
Nope. Oh. England. London, to be exact. Oh, interesting. Cool. Okay. Oh, another one we might not know. This might not be a fun game of trivia that we're playing tonight. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Name the spinoff series to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, oh, Angel. Oh, look at you. I'm sorry I didn't give you all time to answer that. I, but know. I did know. That. She I, just jumped right in. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but she knew it, so that's good. But I knew it because I uh, spend a lot of time with geeks, so... Oh. Because I am one. Good times. Hey, yay. Trivia. Trivia. Yay for the Jetsons. My coaster is wobbly, so I'm going to use this. Yeah, use that coaster. one Perfect. instead. That's the chill out one. coaster. Do you know what? This coaster is actually not a coaster, it's a sample from the hardware store I, of flooring. I kind of figured as much, <laughs> but yeah, and it had a sponge on it there for a minute, but. My other coaster is warped, so my wine glass was like boop, boop, boop Your boop, mullet boop, mustache, My dude. mullet mustache With guy. With a snake. Says, oh, he has a snake, too. Creepy. Sorry. All right. Well, listeners, thanks for listening. And as always, go find us on patreon.com slash TV Tangents. Yes. Because we have some new bingo boards Ooh. over there. We've got some TV sitcom bingo if you want to play along. And, of course, you get exclusive content and all of that good stuff that you can't get on the regular radio. That's right, baby. Subscribe. Subscribe to us. Okay. Um, you want to cheers to the Jetsons? Let's cheers to the Jetsons. So when, when in, uh, so what we're thinking 40 years from now, <laughs> oh gosh, we'll be in our eighties, but that's when we'll be living our golden girls life. Right, um, yep. then we'll have a robot that will just, when we say wine robot, this yeah. will just get poured to us. So or cheers. Or give us a pill. Yes. Cheers. Cheers for having <laughs> up. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents.